There is a way, and that way is forward together. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to Season 2. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is John, and with me here is Brian Silver, which means it must be Wednesday. It is. Hey, welcome to Wellbeing Wednesday. On behalf of me and Brian, we are thrilled that you guys are hanging out with us. To those of you on Facebook, hello. To those of you that are checking this out a little bit later on YouTube, hello to you. And to those that are listening to this on the podcast, uh, it is great that you guys are taking in this content. We are thrilled that you are investing in your soul. You are saying, hey, there is a way forward and I need to get I need to get coached up. I need some equipping as we all do. And it's been really cool to, to hear and see how season two has gone. This is our final Wellbeing Wednesday of season two. Can you believe it? It's unbelievable. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Tell you what, tell you what. We bring fun to the pandemic. How about there that? There we go. That's what we do. That's what we do. And uh, yeah, so episode 38, I'm finishing up episode 39 with Tommy and Dan. That'll happen on Friday and we'll be done. We'll be done. I, I don't know what what is uh, what the future holds. Uh, kind of like after season one, I didn't know if season two would happen. So we're just going to kind of sit, um, discern. Some would even say, Brian, slow. Some would even say slow. Practicing the discipline of slowing down. Um which is pretty appropriate given, given, uh, I think we're going to have a chat about that. Aren't we? That sounds solid to me. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of slowness as a topic. <laughs> Seems like Let's a good it. place to wrap up. Yeah. So we, we've been talking about, you know, building a rule of life, you know, this, this, uh, kind of ancient word that really means a trellis. Some of you are into gardening and you put a trellis in your somewhere near your house and you love seeing things grow on the trellis. Well, a rule of life is a very similar thing. It's like, how does the good stuff of, of a life with God grow? Well, it needs something to grow on. And so this rule of life, which is spiritual practices really provides, provides for that. And it's so helpful. Some of the greatest writers and thinkers on spiritual formation have all talked about spiritual practices or developing a rule of life. And so that's what we've been talking about for the past four weeks. We talked about uh, Sabbath and solitude. Um, we've talked about, uh, what did we talk silence. about? What's what did you say? Silence? Oh, silence and solitude. Oh, and uh, simplicity last week. Sim simplicity. And um, we've been recommending this book. Highly recommend if you're looking for a stocking stuffer. Great book by John Mark Comer. Uh, the best book I've read in 2020. And today we're going to finish up our conversation on spiritual practices, talking about slowing. So uh, I'm going to slow down and be quiet for a little bit. And uh, listen, listen to what you have to say. What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. So John Mark Comer's book, The Ruthless of Elimination of Hurry, talk, talks about these four different practices, the silence and solitude, simplicity, Sabbath, and, and the slowing. And so if we're going to end season two, we've, you know, we've done all the other three. It, we just, we've got to cover this one. So, yep. um, so we're going to spend some time, a little bit on some psych psychological components to this, but given that we're talking about spiritual practices, I want to make sure that we spend some, some good chunk of time on spiritual components of this as well. So the first thing that I think is worth noting is that our, our bodies, our minds 
fundamentally require slowing. If we don't slow them down, if we don't uh, give them space, they don't function properly. If, if you remember your college days um, or, you know, maybe it wasn't your college days, but just, you know, pulling an all-nighter, getting a paper done, wh whatever it might be, uh, there comes a point uh, when your brain and your body both start to say, if you don't slow down, uh, I, I can't handle it. I'm going to start hallucinating. Our, our bodies and our brains literally cannot effectively function if we don't slow down. Sleep itself actually does work to repair brain cells. It, 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 uh, it repairs our muscles. Uh, you know, so just, just sleep in and of itself, which is, I think, fairly arguably a slowing, uh, is, is a requirement for sustainable life. And we could settle for just that. Some people don't even settle for that. Maybe, you know, they get a few hours. So their, their brains, their bodies never really have the opportunity to repair. Uh, but there's a lot more to slowing that can be reparative for us. And, and so let's look at how this has gotten uh, broken a little bit. Um, there's a phrase that very few people use anymore uh, that, that people used to say, stop and smell the roses. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. There's probably not too many roses to stop and smell at the moment in Chicago. But nope. the concept is very straightforward. The idea is we need to be able to pause, to notice, to, uh, to create space for us to connect with the things that we're rushing by. And uh, I, I have an experiment for everybody to try this week. Um, you may still have some leftover Halloween candy. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. So, so I want you to try a, an exercise called mindful eating, because I, I want to illustrate to you how this works, this, the, wh why slowing is so critical. Okay. So uh, I don't know about you, John. Um, I, I am a Snickers fan. Uh, I do. I do like my Snickers. Very good. Um, are you a very solid. Snickers guy? Oh, I don't, I don't have anything against Snickers. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't say I would choose that out of, but I, I definitely like it. I definitely okay. like it. What, what would be your choice? What your choice? Ooh, man. So it doesn't even have to be chocolate. Could be Skittles. Could be, you know, I would probably go with sour watermelon. Like, have you ever had the, the, um, like sour patch kids version of the, yeah, the watermelons? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You ever yeah, had yeah. those? Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Like I can right. hurt I can hurt hurt myself with those. <laughs> okay. I feel terrible when I'm done eating those. All right. So, yeah, for, do it for sure. Well, and there's a reason for that. Um yeah. the reason is is there's very little redeeming in any of those yeah. substances, right? True. Uh, they they taste great. However, here's the experiment. So this whole stop and smell the roses idea, this idea of slowing, we're in such a fast-paced, rushed culture. Um, we've actually engineered a lot of what we do to match that speed. Mm. So if you eat a Snickers bar and, or a Sour Patch Kid, whatever, at a, a, a normal hurried pace, meaning, you know, I'm, you know, I'm snacking away while I'm doing my work or something like that, it tastes amazing. But if you were to take a little mini Snickers bar and you were to commit to mindfully eating it, 
you would have a very different experience of, of what that tastes like. Hmm. Okay. So here's what you do. You take this thing, little, little bite-sized one, right? And, you know, mindfully eating means you look at it, you smell it, you, you take the time to, to really hmm. kind of get your head around it. Right. And then you, you put a, a small piece of it in your mouth and you don't chew it. You let it sit. Um, you kind of feel the different textures in your mouth. You really take your time on it. I mean, you could make a bite-sized Snicker, Snickers bar, you know, uh, a five, seven minute experience. All right. Here's what happens when you do that with something like a Snickers bar. See, all of those things that were engineered to be tasted all at once pretty quickly in, a, in sort of a mindless way, all that kind of disappears. You know what you taste most when you eat a Snickers bar like that? More than anything else, the chocolate, it's just salt. Huh. You just basically taste salt. It's fascinating. Oh. Now that would not happen with something really high quality, right? If you eat a, if you eat a steak versus mm -hmm. a McDonald's hamburger, you talking. could mindfully eat a steak and you could savor a steak. You can't savor a McDonald's hamburger because you'll have that same problem as you do with a Snickers bar. Huh. So, so this is really important to be aware of on a psychological level because the, the fundamental premise of mindfulness is what does it look like to be fully present with one thing at a time? And our life isn't even engineered and the activities that we do in the food that we eat isn't designed to be experienced that way because we're in such a hurry. So everything's been designed for us to not be slow. Hmm. And the reality is, is that slowness is critical. The best moments in life require slowing. The hmm. best relational moments, the best yeah. meals, the best vacation, uh, you know, immersions, those moments when you really exhale, they all require slowness. Hmm. So we're, we're very countercultural in this idea of what, what might we do if we were to slow down, but it is, it is critical. And, you know, any number of factors in our lives right now, anxiety, worry, busyness, all, all of those things discourage us from that slowness. Um, psychology would say mindfulness is the, is the answer in that. We, we have to practice the discipline of actually being present, fully present with somebody, something or someone. Okay. Um, there's, there's a lot of spiritual components to this as well that we're going to get into shortly. Um, but, uh, um, John Mark Comer gives us a few ideas of how we might practice intentionally slowing that I thought I'd throw out there right off the bat. Yeah. Um, what do you got? So he mentions uh, that uh, we could, and he, he acknowledges this is uncomfortable. You talked about in your message this past Sunday, like sometimes we have to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and, and slowness, that's, that's an uncomfortable place for us. <laughs> um, but uh, but he, he says, try something like this. What if you were to intentionally choose the longer line at the grocery store? Just to practice mm. not being in a hurry. Wow. 
Or what if you were to, and, and this is almost sacrilegious in Chicago, drive the speed limit? <laughs> if, hey, if you do, just do that in the right lane, please. Yeah, right. Let, the, let Brian and the rest of the folks pass you on the left, left side. A um, couple other ideas that came to my mind. Cho choose the furthest parking space when you go mm -hmm. somewhere. Um, let your kids help you with a project that you could do faster by oh, yourself. Dude, that's a good one right there. That's Whoa. a hard one. Oh, brutal. so valuable. Oh, so yeah. valuable. Some amazing relational moments and teaching mm. moments yeah. uh, available if we can mindfully set everything else aside and be present. It's hard. Mm. It's not, that's not the speed that our brains are moving at. Um. I, I want to speak uh, to one more component of this before we shift, you know, hard to the spiritual side of this and, and kind of spiritual practice of, of this. Um, in this pandemic, there are a lot of people that are experiencing a standstill of some sorts, hmm. have or, you know, or are again, or, you know, that kind of thing. And there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of, you know, uncertainty that comes with that which works very hard against slowing. Uh, however, uh, there is a component uh, to that, uh, that forced stop that if you embrace it rightly, can be, can be really life-giving. I mean, this, this is a window that you probably haven't had since you were a kid. You know, when, when have you had another time in your life when you had very little responsibility you know, uh, and, and I, I mean that very, um, very loosely. I know most of us have tons of responsibilities still, but you know, if, if there's a lot of standstill in your business, if, if you're furloughed, if all of that stuff, there's certain responsibilities that are temporary off, yeah. temporarily off your plate and, and they're going to be back. I mean, you're not going to be in this place forever. There's, there's a small window here that mm. you can take advantage of that we can take advantage of. I don't have commute time right now because I work from home. I have, I have an extra, what, at, at least hour and a half of wow. my day that maybe I won't always have. Hmm. What am I doing with that hour and a half? Am I just rushing through more stuff or am I more present with things that are meaningful to me and with people that are meaningful to me? Hmm. So, so don't miss this window because it will close and it won't be, you know, right now it feels like forever, but once it closes, it's closed. Yeah. It's good, and, man. And it's going to be back to, nor I mean, you know, you don't have these windows often. So, so don't lose yourself in the fear and the anxiety of it. Take advantage of it. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit spiritually here. Um, there are, are two places in the scriptures that stand out to me where Jesus says, be still. Hmm. Um, one of them is in the Psalms and one of them is in the Gospels. And so, so in the Psalms, we would be looking at Hebrew being the original language and in the Gospels, it would be Greek. And so Jesus, God says, in, uh, or the, the writer, the psalmist says, um, be still and know that I am God. He, 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 writes, he writes this down as, as God says this, okay? Be still and know that I am God. Now, what, what does that mean, be still? In the original Hebrew, what this means, it, it, it literally means let go mm. 
or or faint even fail wow. so so god is saying when he says be still when he's calling us to this slowness he's saying very similarly to the way that jesus has said come to me you are weary and burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke right he's saying just collapse into me right i'm god in that slowness, you can find life. Go, go, ahead and, go ahead and collapse, all right? And in Mark 4.39, Jesus confronts the wind and the waves, and he says, quiet, be yeah. still, right? Yeah. What does that mean in the Greek? It, it basically says, it, the, the word basically means to silence and put a muzzle on it. So if you remember from previous episodes, we've talked about you know, who has authority, God or the wind and the waves, hmm. right? And that sometimes we ascribe authority where it doesn't belong, okay? And so, so Jesus is saying, um, we need to muzzle those distractions that are pulling hmm. for, our, for our attention, that are making us think that they have the authority that they, that they don't. So if we take Psalm and Mark, what we're hearing is God saying, let go, collapse into me, muzzle those distractions. They're not going to do it. Slow down enough to just fall into my arms. See, in, in the kingdom of God, slowness, patience, compassion, and love are all intimately interconnected. And, and I want to look at, we're, we're going to go a little deep here, but it, I think it's worth the time. There is this verse um, well, actually, before I even say that, so um, I, I've heard a lot of people say uh, recently uh, with all the stuff going on in 2020 and all that, that, you know, basically, um, you know, so we've hit Armageddon, right? This is the end of the world. And um, it's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. Remember that song? Yeah, absolutely. Who, sang that? who, was, who was that song? Who, or who sang that song? I, I can't remember, John, but I like the way it wasn't Ari, it wasn't Ario Speedwagon. It was anyway. Hey, if you know in the comments, let us know. Absolutely. I can't I'll go back and look at it. But maybe, maybe if you could sing that a little bit more for us sometime, that would be awesome. I'll see what I can do. Oh, smooth. Um, it's a lot of people talking about that, right? You know, come on, guy. Like this is this is it. The world's blowing right. up around us yeah, and all that that's stuff. That's it. It's over. That, that's on the fun side of it. And then on the more serious side, there are people who are really struggling saying. Um, what the heck? Where is God in all this? Like, man, come on. Like, we're getting beaten down. And, and what the heck is God doing? Is he twiddling his thumbs? Does he really care? Okay. We can actually find some answers to this in slowness, fascinatingly hmm. enough. So in 2 Peter 3, 9, it says this. It says, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Now, let's think about this, okay? There's two important things that we learn about slowness from this verse. Rightly understood slowness is what brings meaning to suffering in the world, mm. and slowness is a critical component of actively sharing the love of Jesus. Let me explain this, okay? So it says the Lord is not slow as we think of slowness. It's that he's patient. Remember, I said intimate relationship between slowness and patience. 
Mm. He's not slow like he's dragging his feet. He's, he's embracing slowness for the sake of all. Mm. And, and we are, if, if we are followers of Jesus, we are partners in this. And so th that, here's what this means, okay? Um, if, if basically Jesus is saying, hey, I'm, I'm not willing to come back and wipe sin from the earth, if, like, think about it, if I were to take a big broom and sweep all the sin away, all of the people that are clinging to that sin get swept away with it. Hmm. They're saying, I'm not ready to let go of this yet. And God is saying, but, but they will be. Hmm. Many of these people will be willing to let go. And I'm not willing to wipe sin away from the earth while they're still clinging to it. And so what that means is that I'm going to be incredibly patient until there is not a single person left that would turn to me. But here's what that means for us. What that means for us is that every moment that we endure the pain, the suffering, the difficulty of, of you know, uh, pandemic, cancer, death, all, all, that, all the things that we face, we do so actually for the sake of countless others. Hmm. See, I, I can actually picture, the, the, the picture that comes to my mind is we, we get to heaven and, and we stand before God and God says, you see, you see those hundred stadiums, you know, uh, mm -hmm. football sized stadiums, all those people, see those people waving to you? Those people are here simply because you endured being present in the suffering. Mm. You, you rode out the slowness, the patience with me. You did not, it's not even that you didn't, you weren't preaching in the streets. You, you literally just rode out your suffering with me. You good and faithful servant, well done. Count, countless have been saved because of your willingness to partner with me in that. Mm. Because, because you didn't run from the slowness, you, you sat with me in it. I can, I can even picture tears welling up in God's eyes as he, he celebrates what that was, the pain that he felt with us as we suffered and the joy that he feels with us in that partnership. Mm. And so, so this, this discipline, this, this practice of slowing in and of itself brings meaning to all pain. Mm. We partner with God in his patience. The other thing that this verse points us to is that um, slowness is a critical component of actively sharing the love of Christ. So in our busyness, how many of us have been, you know, downtown Chicago walking past countless homeless people, you know, never stop, never, never stop to make eye contact, never. Um, I, I, um, I went to a, a pastor's conference years ago and uh, I, um, it was in Seattle and I, I met this guy whose whole ministry was to the homeless, uh, specifically the mentally ill homeless. And um, he taught, he told a story of how um, he was trying to build a relationship with this one mentally ill uh, man. Um, 
who would not make any eye contact was, you know, but he was always crossing the same street. And so for months, this, this guy who was in charge of this ministry, he just decided, I'm just going to keep crossing the street and passing him and looking at him. And he just did this over and over and over and over again. And eventually, eventually he broke through the wall. The scripture says that, that the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Mm. We can't be hurried and fully invested in the role God oh. has given us to play in the gospel. Yeah. Which can't be. It's not possible. So, so this, this idea, this, this practice of slowing, it's good for our souls it's, it's good for rejuvenating us. It's good for restoring us. Look at all the mindfulness stuff we talked about on the front end. Yeah. But it's also, it's one of the most critical components of what it is to embrace being a follower of Jesus. Mm. This, is, this is how we endure suffering and understand its meaning. This is how we step in and, um, and set our, our agendas aside to be present with other people. Um, where, you know, I mean, the, the, the best way to hurry the return of Jesus is to slow down enough to see the hurting, to sit with the suffering, and to love the lost and wandering hearts of the world uh, with the love of Christ. Hmm. And so uh, this is a discipline that when you, when you stand in a checkout line that's longer than the other checkout lines intentionally to practice the slowness, you're, you're actually training for what it is to be a follower of Jesus, what it is to be a partner in the gospel with God. So pick something this week. Pick, <laughs> pick some small step. And, uh, you know, baby steps, right? If, if standing in the longer checkout line is, is too much, then try driving the speed limit for a block and a half. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So good, man. So good. Yeah, these have been such such important conversations, Brian. And I would encourage you guys, you know, over the next couple weeks, Thanksgiving's coming next week, there will be some more margin and time, you know, go back and and watch some of these on spiritual practices and let's practice these, you know, just kind of wrapping up today when it comes to, to this practice of slowing down. Um, I just really think out of God's great love for us, he's, he's giving us the opportunity or at some point God might say, all right, uh, now this is going to be like forced learning. You know, our body starts to fall apart. You know, your body, as we've said, keeps the score. And so at some point you're going to get the idea, but God, he's so patient with us. He wants us to get there without their having to go through other things, but he's so, he loves us so much. He's going to keep pursuing us. He wants us to understand this. This is so important. The fruit of the spirit, you know, one of those is patience. None of those are speed. I got to look at it again, Brian, but I don't think speed is one of the fruit part of the fruit or intensity. Uh, But it is so important because when you and I certainly live this way and model this, man, people are curious. They're like, what in the world? Why is that person not sprinting and consumed like the rest of us are. And, and to your point, I think it certainly provides a, a great, great witness. Hey, let me say a prayer and then we'll wrap up today. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. God, thank you so much for well-being Wednesday. We, we, uh, we need your help, Lord. 
and we are so thankful for the equipping that you have done through Brian uh, for us. God, we receive that as your love uh, for us through Brian and, and God, may we put it to practice. May we today and the rest of this week and next week practice slowing and God, I, we, yeah, we ask that you would help show us how to do it. You will and you want to. We thank you for our time in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, that's it for Wellbeing Wednesday. We'll see you guys for episode 39 on Friday. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to access the show notes, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping.